Welcome to the Hawkeye Psychic Podcast. And you're very welcome back to the Hawkeye Psychic Hurling Podcast with your host Mark Kennedy. Joined this week by Kieran Collins and Rory Walsh. Lads, how are things? Good, Mark. Great. Championship about to kick off, so all good. I suppose in this episode, ladies and gentlemen, we'll focus in first on the Joe McDonough Cup, round two fixtures, some notable results, particularly down in Austin Stack Park. So we'll have a review of those fixtures. Also look at round three. We'll also look at the provincial underage minor and under 20 hurling championships going on at the moment. Pick out a few soundbites there. I suppose, lads, we'll start with the Joe McDonough Cup round two. I suppose the results, Kerry and Carlo drawing 21 points all. Kildare losing toughly at home by eight points, 222-311. And Leash having a big win over down in O'More Park. I suppose, guys, the Kerry Carlo game probably was the standout that we had previewed last week. I suppose Karen really ticked all the boxes here in terms of excitement and quality. Yeah, it was a really titanic battle all the way through. I suppose at different points, there wasn't much separate the teams. I found, uh, you know, kind of following on Twitter as it was going on, Carlo were, 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 seemed to be getting ahead and, and, and Kerry were pulling them back in. And I think it happened a kind of couple of times over the game. But to be fair to Kerry, they were five points down, um, 47 minutes. And, you know, seven minutes later, they had a back level again. And I think, you know, Shane Conway had a really good game. Podrick Boyle as well, coming in with three points. Really influential for him. You know, I think the last gap point for for Michael Lean, for Kerry, I suppose, you know, both teams, none of them deserve to lose. And, you know, I suppose the point isn't a bad result for Carlo going down to Kerry. You know, I think Kerry probably made no made no qualms about, you know, their, their desire to win Joe Maitona and they're probably one of the one of the favourites to go and do it. So I think for Carlo, definitely, you know, they won't be too disappointed with the point. But I think for Kerry, maybe feel they left the next one behind because uh, you know, especially these competitions, you, you need to make the home games count. I think if you look for Lumpy, it's probably looking point to point and, and, and on to the next day, but uh, you know, a real titanic battle between the two. Yeah, Rory will get you in there. I mean Carlo started very strong here, and I mean, maybe the 11 points to 7 scoreline at halftime didn't really reflect Carlo's dominance at certain points. And also, there were a few goal chances throughout the game for Carlo that didn't go in as well. But I suppose, what was your thoughts on the game? Yeah, just to echo what Kieran said, Shane Conway, we spoke last week how he had a supporting cast now with Kerry, but really, when, when he was needed against Carlo and the chips were down, he came good with some serious scores. And even in the, the equalising point, was a sideline in. Which you know, Shane Conway, you know, is is one of these guys who cut sidelines over for fun, but did the clever thing. It was over forty five meters out and uh, played the clever ball back to Lean, who who slotted over. Uh, you know, just a real calm uh, shot of goals, considering the the importance of the shot. But uh, ju- I just thought it was clever from Conway, like not to try and claim all the headlines by going for maybe a low percentage shot from that distance, just to work it to the guy who was able to plant his feet and shoot over. But yeah, same Paul Boyle as well hadn't. Um, Featured a lot for Kerry during the league, but, you know, made a big difference. And just, uh, as Kieran said, he's three points from play, just, again, to support Conway a bit up front. Yeah, the only thing, I, I, as he said, like, Kerry still have Offaly and Leash to play, so a home win probably was, you know, uh, would have been a huge one for them, like, to go in two out of two. Um, so, yeah, not that they'll fear Offaly too much. They've kind of been really close to them when they've met them in the leagues the last few years. I just have a feeling that... Uh, um, from Joe McDonough that Leash are maybe ready to step up a level like they've kind of the games they've lost against Westmead in the relegation and uh, in the first round here against Offaly it was kind of a goals killed them and it's one thing for them to work on as such because at the other end they're scoring freely 
So if they can tighten up and close off that uh, goal chances, yeah, I think Leash are, are still going to feature in this Joe McDonough and possibly could be could go unbeaten for the rest of it from here. I suppose from the Carlow perspective, going to be entertaining Leash next weekend. And I mean, for Carlow, Marty Kavanagh came back to prominence, you know, 13 points, 11 from freeze. James Nolan, James Doyle, and also Chris Nolan were very sharp throughout. So I suppose they'll go into the game and watch Cullen Park here, Karen, in good confidence. They will. Um, but I think it's probably a game after after drawing the weekend with Kerry. It's a game they probably need to win. You know, I think if you look at Offaly, who are unbeaten two from two, uh, who are going or welcoming down at the weekend, you'd imagine they'd have be strong enough to see over down. So, you know, I think it puts Offaly in a really strong position going in you know, unbeaten in the three games. So I think for, for Carlo, you know, after dropping a point last weekend, I think it's, you know, it's crucial that to, to win the two points because, you know, this is dog eat dog week on week. And, you know, I think you're not allowed too many slip ups to, to, because there's uh, too many strong teams to you, you lose out. The fact that this game was level four times down the stretch, I mean, it was pure tra- championship stuff, really, wasn't it, guys? So, I mean, very entertaining. And I think two teams here that will have a big say when Joe McDonough Cup is going to be decided later on in the tournament. I suppose, guys, we could move to Hawkfield, Centre of Excellence in Kildare. Kildare entertained Offaly. An early red card for Kildare, but again, Offaly seemed to hold all the aces here, Rory. 222-311 triumph here. I mean, game pretty much over 20 minutes in. Yeah, that was it, 20 minutes in. uh, First time I saw the score on Twitter, the latest score, and I just couldn't believe that it was... It was, the game was done and dusted by then, really, to be honest. And you could say that Kildare and Carlo have kind of had the opposite uh, approach to each other, whereas uh, based on league form, you're kind of thinking, and we spoke about it here earlier in the league, that Carlo maybe were, were on a, a downward trajectory and Kildare were the opposite on the way up. But it ter- turns out that when championship form came around, Carlo were, you know, right up championship pace and Kildare are the ones who maybe get into the league final. The disappointment of that has really affected them. And now they're in a position where... You know, it's just hard to get things right again. And the game's going thick and fast. Like, they haven't had the chance to maybe have, as we spoke with Leash, when Leash lost, they had down last week. Down seemed to be the weakest team in the group by a stretch. So the fact, you know, that Kildare are just going from, let's say, big gun to big gun and having Kerry coming up at the weekend uh, unbeaten and, as Kieran said, with serious ambitions for Joe McDonough this year, you know, it's probably not the fixture you want either. At the same time, can they pull out a victory over Kerry? It might kind of give them a lifeline in the competition as well. Because if a lot of teams beat each other, maybe two defeats might get you, you know, in the shake-up at the end if you can win three, lose two out of the group. But, um, yeah, no, definitely, uh, Carlo have definitely been a surprise team for me anyway because maybe read too much into the league form, but, like, the league form, they weren't even losing games. Like, they were losing them heavily, so it was hard to see this coming. But, yeah, look, they've, in fairness to their management, uh, if this was a plan all along, it has worked really well and they're right in the mix now. Karen, to go on toffly here, you know, they've been on a good roll of form. The leash result last weekend was a huge result. And then following up with around two win against Kildare, I suppose the likes of Kylie is really supplementing very well with Owen Cahill's scoring exploits. And I mean, Johnny Kelly seems to be getting a tune out of this forward line and also the middle third here coming in with some great scores. I mean, one seven to no score, you know, after that sending off of Delaney after 12 minutes, I suppose it really told its story. Yeah, and I think coming into the Joe McDonough, what, what was coming out was, you know, that Offaly were kind of hampered with a lot of injuries and, and season-long injuries. And, you know, I don't know, was that kind of making excuses? But I suppose going into it, we didn't know what to expect. I did I, I did expect a, a big jump in intensity from 
from league to, to championship pace and form. But, you know, awfully, I think, to their credit, you know, they've really just, you know, they've just jumped into the championship from where the league left off. And they've been really impressive. I think Cahill, obviously, he's pivotal to the whole lot. You know, every week, week on week, putting up huge scores. 110, again, 1-3 from play. You know, I think Killian Sam- Sampson is another player who's really um, impressed me as well. And uh, does he, Charlie Mitchell, who's still in the under twenty as well, you know, he's come on and he's had some good um, performances. So, you know, there is, I suppose, there is players. You know, uh, albeit from the injuries aside, there is, you know, obviously enough of a panel there because you know, two two games unbeaten and as a facing to down, you, you'd expect them to be three from three, top of the table going into the break week. So, I think they're in a, a super position to to be there at the end. I think you point you pointed out there, Mark. I think. Even before the red card, it looked like Kildare were struggling. You know, they were five points to three down. And, you know, the red card came and they said that 1-7 was just the win of the game. Offaly were one twelve to three points up at halftime. You know, there was no way back. And I think, you know, once Offaly got that second goal in 47 minutes, it was a 12-point game. And I think they just went down a couple of years. I think the game was done. I think the game just petered out completely. And Kildare got a late goal to probably put a little bit of a respect on the scoreboard. But... You know, I think it's been a hard few weeks for Kildare. You know, six, seven-day turnarounds are beaten. It's hard to put anything right, and it's hard to, to have the time. So I suppose into another hard game this weekend against Kerry, you know, they literally are coming for them, ticking fast. There's no let-up. You'd worry. You know, I think Kerry, after last weekend, might feel like, you know, they should have won or, or left a point behind, would be coming for blood. You know, I feel if, if Kildare take another beating this weekend, Regardless of the break week, it's very hard to see a way back from. And look, I think they learned a lot this year, but I think they probably did put a lot into the league where other teams like Carlo and Kerry were, were holding back and, and planning for the long road. But, you know, I think there'll be a lot of lessons learned from this year, regardless. Kildare, there's a bit of resilience there. I mean, Brian Byrne, Keane Boren scored goals just before half time to make it 118 to 2-6. But there was a few issues. The Kildare free taken. Uh, definitely there was issues there. Paddy McKenney, the goalkeeper, had to take over from James Burke, who's usually very efficient on the freeze for Kildare. And also uh, the fact of the wide count. Uh, after 46 minutes, there was 13 miles for Kildare. So some of the shot selection was way off. As we said here, Offaly going into their home fixture against Down in good spirits. I suppose we conclude here, Leash 7.24, down 14 points. I think we'd feared last week on the podcast for down heading down to a more park that this may be a perfect setup for leash to rebound and get their season on track i suppose rory <laughs> certainly ticked all the boxes there didn't it yeah and look uh, down have been a disappointment they were very competitive in the joe mcdonald for the last few years and this year they seem to have fallen away i don't know the ins and outs but uh, are they short with injuries or, or what the story is or is it just maybe you know um just things not going well and, and similar to Kildare maybe uh, a downward spiral but like to be that far off leash was very worrying and it kind of it's a worrying sign for the rest of the campaign for them as well you hope that they can improve a bit and be competitive in the remaining fixtures and um, just as well going back to um awfully like we, we're I'm talking about leash here earlier in it but like awfully have have gotten over every hurdle they faced this year like they, they've won their promotion and now unbeaten uh probably will be Hoping to be three out of three after this round. Like Johnny Kelly's done a great job here. Like serious manager. We saw he did with Boris Ali. Won in our tip with Killadangan before that. You know he's an Ireland club with Portumna as well, and just successful with all in the regions. He seems to add a bit of steel to teams. Just thinking of that Boris Ali win, um, 
that Munster Club win that they had where in tight games coming out the right end of it. Same with Offaly. They've been brought into a good few tight games, maybe not so last weekend, but in other games where they've just kind of, you know, dragged through. And at the start of the year when Michael Fenley kind of jumped ship from Offaly, I was kind of worried that maybe he thought, OK, I've got them up Joe McDonough, but I don't think they're going to make the next step. But um seems that they are making the next step and there's definitely an improvement again this year. Um, we knew they had talent coming underage, but they're a couple of years below you know, playing a senior level now like that very talented bunch that got the Ireland minor final last year. Um, but sure, there's like still only 18 now. There's another couple of years development. So maybe for Offaly to you know get back into uh, Liam McCarthy, win these boys, start blood and true is going to be important for them. We want to see Offaly back at the top table. But uh, yeah, Leash, look, huge win for Leash. And they need to you know kick on from here. Um, it would be... I think it would be a big disappointment if Leash don't make a Joe McDonough final this year, based on the fact that they have been, you know, at Ireland quarter final a few years ago after beating Dublin. And for them to drop down to a level where they're not even making a Joe McDonough final would be a big disappointment. To have the talent to be there. And um, yeah, look, it, it is a big few weeks coming up into Joe McDonough, especially for like, like there's nothing like Kerry, Carlo, Leash, Offaly now all see themselves being in that final. So it's going to be two out of those four from here on. So it's going to be really interesting. Kieran, we'll get you in there. I mean, from a leash perspective, goals were probably an issue for them that this season. They answered that emphatically with seven goals, Bergen with the hat trick. I suppose the only negative coming out of it is the, the entry to Dunphy. I know he opened the scoring, lovely goal after 16 minutes, but had to go off injured. But I mean, an awful lot of plus points here for William Maher here heading into this Cardo game down in Netwatch, Colin Park at the weekend. Yeah, I think the game came at the right time as well from, you know, after the, the last to to neighbours like as well awfully I think you know without disrespecting down I think that it probably was the right game for him like if Leach were to face into either a Carlo or, or Kerry you know last weekend after a week turnover like you know you know it might have been a different story but you know we, we often talk about I suppose weaker teams playing in division one and you're wondering taking beatings week in week out does it do them any good but I suppose they're having to improve dramatically to, to try and stay competitive and I suppose when they do come down you'd have to imagine that kind of that has to stand to them you know and I think for Leash you know I, I suppose it's a big loss for them demoted in the league but you know I think the, the experience they have gained over the last couple of years and it's not a young team like they're a team they're probably on the road for you know the last couple of years so they, they they should have the experience and I suppose when it does come down to the latter ends that they, they have the players, you know, on paper there's some very good players there and you'd expect them to be there or thereabouts come the end of it. For Down, 14 points scored over the 70 minutes but I suppose 8 of those points from Freeze really told its own story and going toughly next in Tullamore, pretty daunting challenge so yeah, I think from a Down perspective, you know, it's looking like a relegation final for them unless things really do fundamentally uh, clear up for them in terms of form. I suppose I guys well, we... Mark, the, the Y count um, for down as well the last two weeks so I haven't done them any favours. You know, yeah. 12 first half Ys there. So, you know, if you have any chance, you need to be taking your, you know, a better shot selection and shooting actually, it was has to improve. Absolutely. Like Div Sheehan, McCrickard as well. But again, not a lot of them were place balls. So I think a little bit of soul searching to be done here in the stone uh, setup. Heading to Tullamore at the weekend, it's going to be pretty daunting. I suppose round three, guys, we have Offley versus Down. We have Kildare entertaining Kerry and Carlo versus Leash, I suppose. Uh, Rory, can we get your picks first in round three? Yeah, 
uh, look, it should be straightforward for Offaly. Carlo Leash is an interesting one, isn't it? Because, uh, as you know, Carlo coming in now, Boyd up, and it is a local derby as well. You know, no love lost there between Leash and Carlo either um, in Leinster Championship. And look, I just, as I said, I, I, I'm going to stick with Leash here in that I think that, you know, look, just even looking at the last few years underage, Leash have been far more competitive than, let's say, the likes of Kerry in, in, in Munster, who... who actually have pulled out now of Munster Minor and under 21. I think they've gone into the Leinster tiers system. And also like Carlo as well, like Leash had been a lot more competitive, particularly in a Leinster Minor final last year. Under 20s just lost to Wexford by a point, who went on and ran Kilkenny to close to a point as well. So look, they're very competitive there and you just feel that Leash, you know, might have that bit more. I think Kerry are going to, actually it's a good chance for Kildare to bounce back. Um, home, home game, Kerry coming up there, could get them right back in it. But at the same time, and based on form we've seen over the first few rounds, you're going to have to go with Kerry. Perfect, Rory. Thanks very much. Kieran? Yeah, I suppose starting with Offaly down, you know, it's very hard to see any, anything else than an Offaly win. And I think that puts them into a great position going into the break week. You know, it would be three from three, be strong at the top of the table. Carlo Leach is probably the hardest game to call of all three. I think it'll be a huge test for Carlo. I think in a way, both teams, you know, won't want to lose. They need to win, you know. Leash haven't been beaten already and Carlo with the, the draw to Kerry. Find it hard to call. I I think I, I agree with Rory on this one. Just Leash because you know that game last week will kind of blow the cobwebs off for Leash and, and you know can't do any harm putting a huge score up. Uh, I'll be to, to Down who are looking a bit poor this year, but I think just just Leash just narrowly, but I think you know it'll be a it'll be a humdinger of a game. Uh, I, I, I fear for Kildare. Such a good league campaign, but you know, it's such a test and they've had a long few weeks on the road. I suppose you same for Offaly as well. You know, I think they're they're probably, you know, mad for this break week to come. I suppose they couldn't come quick enough for Kildare, but you know, it's been a hard seven, eight weeks on the go and for both teams, but I think for Kildare just you know, it's like the same has got out completely. You know, Kerry with the draw last week are gonna try and get back on with a win and uh, again, I think I think Kerry should win this by by a few points. But so yeah, I think Kerry slight nudge to leash and an offering for me. Thinking kind of going with the majority of your picks here, guys. I think Offaly against Down. I think there's too many question marks over Down here, and I think Offaly could maybe rotate maybe a few players in the squad. I know they emptied the bench against Kildare in that third quarter in Hawkfield's Centre of Excellence. So. I think maybe Johnny Kelly might experiment one or two players here. Maybe Charlie Mitchell getting maybe a full cameo. I suppose the Kildare-Kerry game, I think Kerry. Uh, I think Kildare, the injury list is growing at a rate of knots. Uh, I think they still haven't recovered from that Division 2A league final. So Kerry for me by five, six points. I'm actually down in Carlow at the weekend. So maybe heading out to that watch Cullen Park to actually watch this local derby. No love lost there. It's a plenty of banter in Greg Cullen anyway. Heading into Carlow Town for this one. I think I can't recall this one, guys, because I think Carlow have actually surprised a few people this year. And it doesn't take much for a Carlo team to be motivated when they see Leash. I think look, I think be maybe one or two points in the difference. I think this one could be a draw if I'm being brutally honest here. You know, and maybe there might be a bit of disciplinary panel issues here coming off that as well because these games are usually fairly abrasive and take a life of their own. I suppose guys, we can move away from Joe McDonough. I suppose Steve Malumphy should be happy. We're about twenty minutes of the podcast covered tonight on the Joe McDonough. So I suppose next we can probably cover the provincial underage Minor under twenties here, Rory. I suppose what stood out for you in the last week from Munster and Leinster here? Yeah, I suppose from a Clare point of view, I was out in Six Mile Bridge for the Clare Cork Minor game. Clare were really impressive. Free taking was a bit of an issue. 
but um, it kind of actually kept Cork in touch, really, because Clare had most of the play here. Um, won by five points in the end, and the comfortable five points. Uh, Ronan Keane from Kidanena is a name we're going to hear about. Sensational at fullback, just real, like, athletic, powerful player. Um, even when he's a yard or two behind his balls coming in, he just seems to get in front all the time, and so clever in the ball, actually. Um, I don't know if you'll see the TG Carr highlights next Monday, but he made a, a, a great run up the sideline from fullback, got a did a one-two shot over from the sideline from about 65 yards out. So, you know, it's not often you see fullbacks going on the score sheet at minor level, but yeah, it was another another take for, for Ronan Keane there. And look, it's a position, I suppose, in clear our back line at senior level have been, you know, our Achilles heel there for the last few years. We, we seem to be able to put up big scores, but ship goals and, you know, uh, uh, sometimes silly goals, whatever. And it's just great that we have a couple of backs coming up, but Adam Hogan said to make his debut for the seniors of the weekend. And if Ronan Keane continues to progress um, as well as he showed, he's another one for the future. Um, the under 20s then, um, Cork had a bit of revenge last night in the under 20 game because Cork went up to Ennis and they won by five points in the under 20 match last night. So um, again, free taking was an issue for Clare here in this game. Keith Smith, who's normally very reliable on them, just had an off night and freeze. And um, yeah, it was to the detriment. And it's just something I suppose that both teams are going to have to start out. Clare now need Limerick to do them a favour tomorrow night and beat Tipperary. So if that's the case, it'll be uh, Limerick, Clare and Cork qualifying in both minor and under 20. Um, I suppose the main story under age at the minute is how Waterford have had a disappointing campaign in both levels. Um, losing like all their games so far, but minor and under 20. And there's probably going to be a bit of soul searching below in Waterford. Um, Strange one, like, because they are competitive at school level, like De La Salle, as we know, are always very competitive and hearty and have been still. Look, it can happen. Uh, as we know, in these round-robin fixtures, you get off to a bad start, and suddenly you haven't really much time to adjust. Fixtures pile on. Uh, at the same time, the Arenda Clare um, uh, minus a, a point there last week. Uh, Clare were very lucky to come out. Just the last gas point to win. So they have been competitive in some of the games, but in other games they have been off it. So, look, that is the main story, I suppose that uh, if Limerick beat Tip tomorrow night, Tip and Waterford would be out of both. And considering Tip are Ireland minor champions, I don't think, you know, that Woodlock would have thought that they'd be in a situation where, you know, they'd be out after, you know, first set of round-robin games, not making it to the last three. Karen, getting into that, I mean, Limerick Miners, Jack Cosgrove's late point in injury time, securing that win for Limerick Miners against Tipperary. Absolute classic down in tourists, I suppose, has put Limerick in a great position in the minor championship. Yeah, absolutely has, Mark, yeah. Top of the table with Clare and six points. You know, I think for, as Roy just hinted, like said there, for, for Tipperary and Waterford, it would be, especially Tipperary, I think, under 20s, it's a it's a huge blow. But I think the consistency thing is, you know, Cork, you know, for the last few years, have been really strong underage and it's carrying through. Obviously, the minor team is good, but I think their 20s team look a bit better, you know, and beaten in, a, in three games to date. And I think the clash next week with... With Limerick will be, uh, you know, a, re- a real battle, and I suppose it'll show how good either team are. I think for me, it'll be interesting to see with Adam English and, and Shane O'Brien play for Limerick. Obviously, they're playing Tipperary tomorrow night, uh, but I think if they do play, it'll probably show, you know, John Kiley's intent whether they'll feature or not this year for the seniors. So that'll be one to watch going into the weekend. And Sinclair, obviously, relying on the on the result of the Limerick Tipperary game tomorrow night. I think if if Limerick do win. Tip and Waterford are going to play in two dead rubbers, minor and twenties, over the next week or so. So, yeah. you know, everyone thought we talked about Tipperary winning the minor last year, and, and you know how there was uh, the good times are coming again. But you know, I think we've seen with Offaly as well, Offaly in the in in Leinster. You know, they 
very very good year last year. I know it was a heartbreaking finish in the final for him, but same, you know, they're not, they're um, I think they've been they haven't been impressive this year to date. I think looking at under twenties in Kilkenny or sorry in Leinster, Kilkenny got a great result over Galway, but I think the the bad news coming out of it was that uh, Billy Jordan has picked up a, a season-ending injury. You know, after scoring two twelve, it's a very impressive result, but. Seen it today that um, the, story, the word is that he's out for the year, which I think would be a blow. It's not to the seniors, but definitely to the under twenties. I think as well Dublin, you know, Dublin are really competitive this year, top of the table, top of that tier. The, they play Kilkenny on Saturday, you know, and I think a, a draw will see at least a draw will see Dublin top the group, you know, which you know which would be great to see for Dublin. Galway play Wexford, and I think you know Wexford need a Dublin result for them to progress. So, was a bit of odd to play there at the minute as well. And I think in the, in the Leinster minor, I think the two impressive teams today have been Galway and Wexford, who are both through to the last four, finishing top of their tier, or their, their tiers. So I think the, the move into the Leinster Championship underage for Galway would probably bring them on as the, as the years roll on, getting good competitive games. You know, they've always had good teams, but I think, you know, getting the competition and more games will, will only bring them on. And I think in turn, it'll. it'll It'll help their senior team as it goes as it goes along. Yeah, they've been craving for inter county games for how many years in the underage level? I know it's all when get, getting into an All Ireland quarter final series, three games away from being champions of minor, but again, not really proven much in terms of player development. Uh, I suppose this Galway minor team is highly rated here in Galway, where I'm based. So, I mean, Aaron Island, the fulcrum of uh, the, the forward line, but there is an awful lot of good. Solid squad here in Galway, and uh, I think confidence is high in Galway that, that this minor team will do uh, an awful lot of good things here. Those guys will can move away from the underage. I mean, we'll have a look at it again next week, given the fixtures that will be uh, on tap the next few days. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If you liked what you heard in this podcast, why not subscribe to the Hawkeye Psychic podcast on either Amazon, Spotify, YouTube, or Twitter platforms. You can also follow me at Hawkeye Sidekick on Facebook and Twitter for the latest sporting opinions, articles and reports.